What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This Haberman and Middlecoff segment is brought to you by Manscaped.com. Manscaped.com, promo code HAM, 20% off. Go support. And Ease.com and EaseWellness.com. Ease.com, EaseWellness.com, promo code HAM, $20 off, over $50 purchase. Now to the pod segment. The fact that it's a story... When I saw the alert today on my phone, Antonio Brown returning to practice. But it doesn't mean he's returning to the practice field. It just means he's coming back to hang out with his team. And as we talked about in the last podcast, I don't give two shits about his helmet drama. Didn't care then. Don't care now. Didn't think he was ever going to miss a game. And I think in about a short amount of time, we've determined that he's not going to miss any games because of that. Well, but you know, but sorry. I, I was just gonna say, but the thing that also the flip side of that is everyone today going, see, it's no big deal. He's around. It's fine. Everyone was making something out of nothing. It's like no, this is unnecessary drama. Unnecessary drama. That, um, like I said on the last pot, is this the last thing that happens this year that becomes a topic? Well, I'm gonna yeah. dive deep. I, we got some good shit going on right now. At Raider practice, and I think we can talk about it right after. Right after I say this. That one of the things, to me, like he just left on his own and was gone for a while. Now, I get people need second opinion, so you leave. Well, then today I checked. The, the Raiders' practice usually starts at like 8.45, 9 o'clock. He was getting off his private jet today at like 10. So he didn't, he didn't build his schedule around like, I, I got to make sure I make the morning meetings. He's on his own time. Now, I've defended him in the sense that he's an elite player, and they knew what they were signing up for. But this kind of got out of control. Now, I guess Gruden said that he expects him to play in the opening game, week one. Rosenhaus has made a cameo at Raiders practice. Here's Vic Tafer. Agent Drew Rosenhaus said Brown needed laser treatment on his feet. Rosenhaus said the feet were always a bigger deal than the helmet. He is back today because his off-site treatment is over. Brown has found some old, not as old helmets to his likings and will try to get those approved by the league. The wheels are turning. 
Rose now said he can't reveal details of how Brown's feet got burned because there might be some legal action. Okay. My 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 issue with this, if I'm gonna say it was pretty random that his feet got fucked up, I do not think that An- Antonio wanted to fuck up his feet. I, we all can agree there. Yep. It was, and where Gruden said it was, I don't know how, the word he used, not innocent, but it wasn't his fault. And I, I would agree there. Like he didn't he didn't go into the treatment to mess up his feet. It was an accident. Now you could say he probably could have prevented the accident. I don't know the details. No one really does except like ten people. Here's the thing that does bother me, what I just said. Like, bro, are are you part of this team or are you like an NBA player just going to do all your own shit and just kind of beat to your own drum? Because to me, practice starts, even if you can't practice. Well, couldn't you have shown up yesterday? Could you have shown up last night and been there for the morning meetings and then gone out to practice like all the other hurt guys? Or are you just in your own little world? Because this feat to me, where I'm defending him on the feet, where weird shit happens to guys... And I think all if you look all over the league, certain guys are on pup for injuries, whatever. Like, you know what Jarek McKinnon, and I'm not saying, I, I don't even like Jarek McKinnon as a, as a player. So I'm not trying to act like they're equals or anything. But you know what Jarek McKinnon does during his knee injury and his swelling? He's just around the team. Just around the team. This guy just takes off. Who's to say that he wouldn't take off again? Do, do you think it's a little weird that he showed up just today in the middle of the day when he had yesterday as an off day? Like could have shown up and been there the whole day. Yeah, I don't. I don't like. This is the only direct flight he get on United. No, guy, he's on a private jet. Exactly. <laughs> maybe the maybe the pilot had timed out, needed a certain amount of rest, had flown too much yesterday. Now, if you told me that last night he was getting laser treatment or this morning, I would understand, but I doubt it. I, I think that he was just going to show up when he wanted to show up, and that's. that's I'm glad the there's going to be a Brown. lawsuit. I look forward to the uh, hearing. But the Antonio Brown experience is just, he's just going to do what he wants to do. And this is where I get back to defending Derek. And it'll be fascinating on Hard Knocks, because as of we're recording, it's a little later tonight. Uh, probably one of the more anticipated episodes ever. I'm not Be sure ready how for much. the letdown, Middlecoff. Well, I mean, do you think the we'll get much of Antonio? episode since you anticipated last week's episode. You don't think it's the most anticipated episode ever? I'm not arguing. I'm just laughing that last week you were all fired up for it and then you got really mad and disappointed. So I'm just right, right, waiting for that. Well, because you think that they... I think would, I agree with your premise. Yes, this is a highly anticipated episode. Yes. W- would you expect them to be light on the AB stuff? No. I'll be really disappointed if they don't talk, don't address AB. I, I don't, that'll be I, but, a failure. I'll be with you on the criticism of them if they don't address it this time. Especially when when you say don't address, was, or do you mean like attack? You know, like not, I'm not like go after him, but well, just, just like attack the story. Yeah, their footage. They said there was a camera crew with them. We know where he was. There's a camera crew with him. Great. Well, then I look forward to that footage. Well, what about just the, the coaches also talking about it and just, it should be a part of this episode. Now, yeah, the, I don't he, know how much the coaches are. To, I don't know. That part, I don't. That I don't know. Like I've given up on getting sensitive conversations between people on hard knocks. Like I would agree, that's fair. That's that we we shouldn't expect that anymore. They've proven that they don't do that anymore. So yeah. I get it. But but didn't you say who said last week? There's a camera crew with them. We know where he is. Yeah, they, they, that's what I've been told. So all right, let's let's see. It's it's on now. I will be very like this to me. Episode has a chance to be special. It really does, because they did a joint practice with McVay, and they had the A-B story. It doesn't get any better. If I get 30 minutes of Jonathan Abram 
fucking talking. I, I'm going to throw my remote, not through my TV because I don't want to buy a new TV, maybe at the wall though. I, I will be very furious if it's, honestly, even if you don't give me that much AB, did you see the teaser they put out this morning? It actually looks pretty good. I like didn't Gruden click and McVay. on it, yeah. You, you can ride Gruden and McVay. I'm good with that, but give me a, no more Jonathan Abram. I don't want any more Jonathan. I can't take it. Thank you. Just give me Gruden, McVay, and a little AB in his feet. Uh, but what did you think about him offering a side helmet, the new helmet, the Buffy one that he doesn't like, for an old school helmet that's, sl- that's slimmer that he wants? That was his barter. Weak trade, John. That is a weak trade. Where would you rank that relative to Cam offering the guy $1,500 for a seat on a, on a 10-hour flight to France? Uh, at least $1,500 is money. Well, he could argue like my helmet sign, probably worth a thousand bucks or something. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm just saying, at least fifteen thousand dollars is cash. Like to me, this is an easy one to go over the top. I'll give you five grand and a signed helmet and a photo, and you can come to a practice. Like, go over the top with it. Now, Cam lowballed the guy at fifteen hundred dollars for an eleven hour flight, but at least it was money. Like, what if if Cam had offered the guy a signed hat? Like, how ridiculous would that have been? Now, you could argue that seat is more valuable than a shut air. The agitator or whatever that helmet's called. Like that seat going to France might be worth $1,200, right? Yeah, or more. Yeah. It might be it worth might a lot be, more. Might, he might have lost money in the transaction. It's like not probably worth either. more. Yeah, probably is. But, uh, yeah, a signed helmet is, that's... Now, what would be a fair transaction if I had the helmet and let's say I lived in, in Marin and I got in contact with the Raiders, and I said, I have a helmet that he would want. Because I saw some people tweeting. Like, they had a lot of people that just buy Raider helmets. A lot of them were, within the last 10 years, are the type that he likes. They're a little slimmer. but the, And they fit the the league's requirement for safety. Well, one see, now of the that's... issues, I, I learned this, I didn't know it. His helmet, the biggest issue with the helmet that he wanted, it was from, like, 2008. It was really. It wasn't like it's from his rookie year. He wore it his rookie year, right? Has he been wearing? Or two thousand ten? Yeah, I thought he was arguing over something that he was wearing like the last several years, which he was. But I decided it was a newer helmet. It was a really old, old helmet. Like before, it's like a car that can't get smogged. Yeah, I, I remember his rookie year was my my first year in the rookie NFL. Year? I don't I don't remember CTE being talked about that much, right? Yeah, CTE kind of yeah, hit yeah, the scene about either, thirteen, yeah. fourteen, fifteen. Yeah. Because what was Will Smith's line? Tell the truth. Tell the truth. Yeah, so that, that came about 2014-15. So I, I, I understand where... Anto- I, I've defended Antonio on the helmet in the sense that he's comfortable with it. I get it. Uh, but it's an issue. Like He's made an issue much bigger than anyone else has made the same issue where everyone probably has the same problem. Well, yeah. I mean, part of it to me is just how all this stuff gets communicated, right? Like We don't hear anything from him. It's all like third party. He's threatened to quit. Like what? Like Tom Brady, it's like an Instagram post. Here's me with my new helmet. But, but I think it's pretty clear that, yeah, <laughs> that his big beef with the helmet was it was big and he can't see. Like that's that's a fact well like why isn't Hopkins screaming about it can't see or where's Devante bitching about it like Amari uh I don't I don't quite feel comfortable putting Amari in that group but Julio you know like they're just playing with the new helmet well did or nobody an- know he could just find a five-year-old version of this helmet until yesterday how well, did th- that this why did that take a week to figure out 
because when you're dealing with Antonio Brown, everything is 10 times bigger deal than it actually is. Like when you're dealing with a little kid, when you're dealing with a diva, this is, he's the ultimate diva guy. He is, to me, he's like that, the mute, the musician that is just a pain in everyone's ass. But for the last six years, he's been worth the pain in that ass. Not literally in an ass, but like in your, you know, you get, you follow what I'm saying. That yeah, I'm familiar the, with the phrase. The, the moment, the guy, the moment he starts going like 75, 900 instead of 110, 1,200, and, and 12, and that 12 touchdowns turns to like six, you start going, I can't take it, right? You can take it right now because of the pedestal he's on, which he's earned. But he, his, his slowdown of his career when it's like clear he's not the elite guy anymore, but he's still a good player. Like his second half is gonna be pretty ugly because he's his personality's not gonna change, right? If anything, he will be more have more self belief in what he thinks because it will be even richer. He'll have been more accomplished. It's going to be ugly. Like is 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 he on five different teams, five different years like To? Like I feel like he'll just be out of the league. Like, the moment he's a 60-catch guy, people ain't going to fuck with him. Like, I don't know if people would mess with T.O. now. People were more inclined to do that, like, 10 years ago. I think things have dramatically changed. Just look, like, Dez out. Guys just get out of the league. Yeah. Even, like, Carmelo. Like, people just, they, they don't have the energy anymore because I also think social media makes it 10 times worse and it wears teams out. Like, yesterday. I, so, what was there was that? Okay. Something happened yesterday at Eagles practice. I don't know if you saw this. I just saw it on Twitter. Andre Dillard got into a fight with Derek Barnett, like the, their first rounder from a couple years ago. Uh-huh. And it was a little over the top, I guess. Like Howie and Doug went over to him and were like, bro, it was supposed to be like a walkthrough practice. And I guess it was Dillard's fault. But Dillard's like competing. Like, we like you competing, but you just got to calm down. And then after, before this could have blown out, Jason Peters grabs him as he's like walking off the field. And he screams at Barnett, and he makes him shake hands right on the field. He's like, we're not, this isn't going to become, this is stupid. We're not, this isn't going to become a thing. Because all the reporters were just, well, they all watched it. So it was going to become a thing. And it just ended kind of right there. And Peter's like, yeah, I just forced him to shake hands, we're moving on. It's not that big a deal. But like with Antonio Brown, it never gets squashed. It just, things just go. And that's, it's different with Diller. But my point is that, Good teams are good at just kind of attempting to squash it. The Raiders didn't really attempt to squash anything. Now, granted, I don't know really what they could have done, but with Antonio, things just don't end. Like, I, Have we seen the last of this helmet gate? I don't know. Doesn't uh, Chris Peterson, if they fight, I think he makes them circle, do a lap around the field holding hands? The two players that fight? Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, so so you asked the question. That's though. that's fucking excellent, actually. Yeah, that's good. I don't think he's the only one that does it, but you asked the question. What's a good? I said like five thousand dollars. Come to practice, signed helmet and a photo. But if a bunch of people are finding their helmets, then you don't have as much leverage as the person with the helmet to sell off the helmet. Now, if I may be, I treat all the people offering me helmets like I do milk at the grocery store. I don't care which one's in front. I dig around till I find the one that has the expiration date that's the furthest out. Um, like you want the newest possible helmet you can get. You don't want one that's eight years old because you're going to have to go through this again in two years, right? So uh, I don't know. If there's a bunch of these helmets out there, then you don't really have the leverage to ask for five grand. 
Unless you have the power to get a hold of them first. Unless that. I don't understand. Does Shut just not have a couple of these dead stock? Five grand. Yeah. To me, that makes no sense. How can Drew Rosenhaus or the Raiders not be able to call whoever the manufacturer is? And Like, if I called Callaway right now and been like, can I get a 2015 driver X, whatever it was called, or TaylorMade, or a bat, they have those in stock. Can you just make me one? Can you just make me one? Can you not make me one? Well, that might be a problem. Like maybe the, you know, tariffs and shit. I, I tariffs? Just use the word tariffs. I just use the word tariffs. I saw tariffs? this morning. Stock, they make the stock personalized market, shoes all the time. The stock market jumped back up because he said he wasn't gonna. He's gonna pull. He's gonna wait on the tariffs till December. It's pretty genius. Like he can just he just can say the word like eh, no tariffs and the stock market jumps. Like he can just say a word tariffs if you freak. Yeah. <laughs> maybe the tariffs have affected. Helmet manufacturing. Shut, shut, air, max. There's probably some high school kid out there that has the helmet. It's like, wait, I, this is the fourth time someone's used this helmet on this team, but I'll sell it to AB for well, a w- Wouldn't you imagine, like, Cal or Stanford might just have, like, just a blank one? Right? Uh, Yeah, maybe. I would imagine those teams, like, I don't know if they have old. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, they might. You're right. There's somebody's <laughs> equipment room, just, like, in the display case where you're like, here's the helmet from the – 2017 Rose Bowl. I think you're underestimating an equipment. No, you're right. They do have in the back. No, no, you're absolutely right. Like, hey, yeah, this is just an old Stanford helmet from 16. It's the same. They're all using the same models, just different colors. AB clearly has a painter. He could just paint the fucking helmet. (laughs) It's really, he's going to end up with 19 of these helmets. You can't. You know, the great part is with a good diva in the NFL. Even unlike the NBA, because the NBA stories of now are so stupid. I mean, they couldn't be any dumber. That the and a good NFL drama story is still to me a little bit better, like because there is like it, it's usually interconnected to their play. Like I'm not gonna play. Like it's that's that's like Anthony Davis. I'll give him this last year. He's like I'm not. He actually said I'll keep playing. I just want to trade. They pulled him out. Like that's that to me. That's a legitimate story. I want to trade. I'll play, but I don't really want to play. Like uh, I, I like that type story, and that's what I kind of think Antonio Brown is. Like, yeah, don't my feet are fucked up, so I can't really play. But also my helmet. It's like I live for these type stories. This was really, really entertaining. Now, at the end of the day, in a league like in the NFL, there is a handful of guys that even have this in the bag, like every year, and he's just right now he's the clear leader in the clubhouse. If something really, really weird is going to happen. And you just close your eyes. You say, "Guess what the NFL player is right now?" He's at the top of that list, right? Yeah. Of just something really, really kind of crazy, like the A Rod story about getting Jack for five. Of course, A Rod got five hundred thousand dollars stolen out of a well, rental car. It, it was less entertaining though when you find out like it was a car that it was a bunch. It was a. It was like ESPN crew, and then they were going to dinner, so it might have been a bunch of people stuff. Like, like the, all, their backpack, a, all their backpacks yeah, in maybe there, it was probably. Like a bunch of equipment. Like, cause I start so thinking, like, really, how expensive re- is your luggage? Like, how do you, so, how do you even ha- add up 500? If you said, guy, I need you to run to this department store, get 500000 $500, worth of stuff that fits in this car. I'd be like, how do I even do that? Well, it was jewelry. buy a bunch of diamond rings? Yeah, it was jewelry. Okay, that makes sense. Because everyone's like, you're telling me when A-Rod comes somewhere, he gets a rental car? Because he doesn't. That was the part that blew my mind. It's like... He's so the ESPN himself. crew was going to dinner. They all probably put their bags in the car in the back seat. Well, the other thing the- I said was, there's no way he doesn't park at the vault, like in the VIP player parking lot. 
He doesn't park okay, on that, Brannon at a meter. That makes way more sense. He was just trying to be one of the guys. They all put their shit in there and they all got jacked. So he becomes a story where the production assistants whose laptop does mean everything to him did get stolen and now he's fucked. A rod jewelry, like not the end of the world. He probably had a. Bu- my guess is he had a. Bu- he's a big watch guy. He probably had like a few watches he travels with that are probably a couple super hundred thousand. Expensive. But again, two twenty five thousand dollars watches only adds up to fifty thousand dollars. You think the watch like he wears on television is twenty five thousand dollars? Well, I, when he wears the uh, gold Rolex presidential, that's a twenty five thousand dollars watch. You think it's only twenty five thousand dollars? Yeah, it's a. Tw- it's a. I know that watch is a twenty five thousand dollars watch. Last he time, might have when a twenty-eight thousand dollars Daytona, he might have. When I was at the when I was at a Kings game this year, and we went out drinking, and with our buddy from high school, Travis, he's got a Rolex. It was like ten thousand dollars Rolex. But then we started BSing because Bobby came, Bobby Jackson. Yeah, he has and, a gold presidential. Well, yeah, and then I'm the one guy that knows Bobby Jackson, and everyone's like, "How do you know Bobby?" I like look like I knew people. Yeah, and and Travis immediately like, "Oh my, look at his watch." And that's what he kept pointing at his watch. He's like, that's the big boy. So that's the $25,000 watch, the one Bobby has. The I'm, one sure you, watch. I'm sure it can easily be more expensive than that. Because I thought Bobby had mentioned that it was a little more money than that. But not like a hundred grand. Aren't there like $100,000 Rolexes? Yeah, may, maybe his is more expensive than that. Because if you get it personalized, some diamonds. Well, like I'm the watch, do the like, you know the, like, watch bubble watch, the watch Bubble Watson golfs with? The pink one? Uh, well, he's got different versions. But that yeah. is like an... Eight hundred thousand, like it's an expensive ass watch. You like, said eight hundred thousand. Yeah, watch? I think he's worn or like five hundred thousand dollar to eight hundred thousand dollar watch. Like it's you're saying, Bubba Watson plays golf. Yeah, five hundred thousand dollar watch. Yes, he's definitely worn it in pink. I mean, I'm sure he has just different colors, but wow. So, what would you? I what would you? I'd immediately sell it. Yeah, like here, here you go, kid. Flips it into the crowd. <laughs> Thanks, Bubba. Wearing it to That's school a, the next day. The irony is he's not. I mean, they just sponsor him, right? They yeah, he's not. That, I don't think he's that guy. But you take it. I've always thought. I've never really zeroed in on it. It's what's so great about it. I don't know a ton about it. I think uh, you know it's a work of art. There's probably a bunch of little moving pieces you can see inside, unique. But it's like an athletic. It's like an athletic watch. Well, they yeah they put it on a rubber. They do. He his has a rubber. Oh, I got you. Bracelet. But if, if if you or I bought it to wear, like, in nice occasions, it would not have a rubber band, more than likely, right? Well, his version does. His so version I, does. I'm sure they sell that version. I don't know if there's... I don't really know much about that watch company. But, like, Phil... I, um, I oh, let me look up Bubble Watch and watch. But like, I, I, would, I would struggle buying a $500,000 watch with a rubber band. I've actually that's where you draw the not, line? I've actually turned into not a big watch guy. I used to love them, but now no, I don't even care. Richard Mill is the name of the watch company. Yeah, M I L L E. I also think like so. In, at the 2014 Masters, he wore uh, a watch designed just for him. It was 825 thousand. Only 50 of them were made. Jeez, it's an expensive ass watch. He won. He won the 2014 Masters. I'm pretty sure too. So it worked out. How much do you think he could sell that thing for? It was an $800,000 watch, and then I won the Masters. Like yeah. Five million? And it's one of a kind. I, I, God. That's crazy. Anyway. I bet AB is an $800,000 watch. 
I'd be shocked, honestly, if he doesn't. Whatever the most expensive possible watch you can have, he has it. I'm pretty confident on that. And I don't blame him. Like you said, he's got his house paid off. So he's, he doesn't you need could this. Argue, he can retire. But you could also argue, well, Antonio, you have all this cash over, over this 10-year run that you've been in the league. It's been like one of the greatest runs in the history of the market. The interest rates were pretty low. You probably could have bought this house on a low interest rate, and instead of you know, paying off $2 million house or one point five, whatever the house is, Florida, probably a little cheaper. You could have used that $300,000 that you put down, that extra, you know, one point four that you also paid off the house with, invest in the market and turn that thing into $5 million. Maybe he's done both. Maybe that's how Maybe he bought he has. the watch. Maybe well, he has. Well, as he said, he's an entrepreneur. Maybe that's how he's, maybe his, that's how he's done it. Maybe he bought that his, watch on interest. His private jet bill guy, now he makes a lot of cash. That's a good point. But cannot be cheap. Cannot be cheap because he flies. He because he doesn't just do private jets for bit. Like he just he comes to OTAs and he goes home every weekend. Like he's that's an expensive deal, you know. I mean, from Florida to Oakland, that's the other thing. I wonder how much more his jet price or his costs in 2019 than it has been the last several years. Like Pittsburgh is still a lot closer to Florida than fucking Napa. It's right? a lot less fuel, yeah. Jesus, they ain't just doing it for trade. So how long is the flight Florida? Where's he flying to in Florida? I don't know. That's a good question. It's far. So my, my, my guess though, really quick on, on hard knocks. I don't think we get much of it. Antonio, I think a fair offer for the helmet. I would start at like a hundred grand. I'd probably ideally like to get like 25. Now, like you said, the, the market, if there are a lot of helmets in the mix, someone would probably be willing to give it to him for like a thousand. So it's just, but how do you get a hold of them? You probably a lot of people. Well, but I would imagine how much a lot a of helmet, people are calling. Good, how much does a helmet cost? Just you buy it from shut. What does it cost? Four hundred bucks. I don't know. Yeah, like you go to like a team store. I think it's they're usually a couple hundred bucks. So like just just the basic, probably lowest version of a helmet. It's like anything else. I mean, uh, I would have. Don't you imagine that the Raiders are getting a lot of calls from randoms today? <laughs> they have to be right. Because it's just like anything. It's just mo- people see money. Like what number do you money call? Off this? You would just you, you would take it Google, off. Yeah, you'd call everyone. You would just call people, telling them they hopefully would push you somewhere. Just guessing emails. Mark Davis at Raiders dot com. Yeah. Uh, let me try M Davis at Rick. Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat mother of three, and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at ritual.com slash podcast. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.